0: Welcome to Zichu D'Av Simad Mylamer, by Abraham Goldar, and today I'm a Zerch the Seventh parak El Ne'Amarim. The Zichu M'Azer Sota program has been generously sponsored as a T'chus for HaChazach HaSatorah. So the three D'Av's are going to focus on him when the Mishnah taught that field can be said in any language. The Gemara explains, Rachamehi, it's a request for Hashem's mercy. Therefore, kohekot the boy matzleh, however he wants, he can pray Rashi adds that in the language he understands, he'll have better focus. The more as the Rabbi Yudas said, A person should never ask for his needs in Aramaic because Rabbi Yochanan said that Malachim do not attend to his feel in Aramaic because they don't know it. They weren't answers. Habeyochin Sibor. This advice against davening in Aramaic is for a single person praying alone, whose prayer requires the help of molachim. Whereas this mission statement that one can pray in any language is for a congregation whose prayers do not require assistance. They were challenges. Rabbi Yochin's statement that Malkin do not know Aramaic by relating two incidents in which the Kngdalal heard a basko from the Kosh Gadoshim speaking in Aramaic. It answers that either a is different since its role is to convey messages, or there was Gavriel who knows all languages since he taught them to Yosef. Pointing to the mission state that Hargriz and Har-Eva are near Shechem. This is the subject of Melchok and an The Pusik lists numerous identifying features of these mountains. Bevra Yarden, across the Yarden, akari Derek, Mavo Shemesh. Far from the direction of the sun's coming... In the land of the Kanani who dwells in the plain, Mulha Gilgal opposite Gilgo, Eitzel Elene Moret near near Elene Moret. Rav holds like our Misha interprets the pasuk across the Yarden means May Avro Yarden Vahala across the Yarden and far beyond. The sun's coming means the place of the sun's rising, which is the east. So far from its coming means far to the west. He then identifies the location as in the land of the Kusim near Shechem, which we derive from a Gezer Shav that Ewan More is near Shechem. Rabbi Ezra declared he disproved the Kusim's philosophy of believing in Torsh B'Ksav and not Torsh Balpeh by challenging them on how they determine the identity of Ewan with Rabbi Yudah and explained across the Yardin to means sama chul near the Yardin, on its western side, because the Pusik construction to perform the Brachas and Klaas, Baabrachim is the Yardin when you cross the Yardin, implying shortly thereafter. Accordingly, he explains the sun's coming to mean Mach Misha Shokas, the place of the sun's setting, so far from its setting would mean to the east, closer to the yarding. He further challenged Yudah by asking that the area he described is mountainous, not plains. And point number three, Abraissa describes how Klaesul crossed the yarding. Every day the arn traveled behind two groups, but today it traveled first, as the Pasuk describes the arn as Oberleaf passing before you. Levim carried the Aaron, But today, Kohanim carried it, as is seen from the Pasuk's description of the Arons entering the Yardin. Rabbi Yossi says, In three places, the Kohanim carried the Aron. When they crossed the Yardin. When they surrendered Yericho during the conquest of Eretz Yisrael. And when they returned it to its place in the base of Migdash when it was built by Shlomo. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah taught that tefill can be said in any language. The Gemara explains, Rachamehi, it's a request for Hashem's mercy. Therefore, the boy however he wants, he can pray. Rashi adds that in the language he understands, he'll have better focus. The Gemara has a review to say, A person should never ask for his needs in Aramaic, because Rav Yochanan said that Malachim do not attend to his tefillah in Aramaic, because they don't know it. The warrant answers, This advice against davening in Aramaic is for a single person praying alone whose prayer requires the help of Molachim, whereas this mission statement that one can pray in any language is for a congregation whose prayers do not require assistance. The Word challenges Rabbi Yochin's statement that Molachim do not know Aramaic by relating two incidents in which the Konkadol heard a baskol from the Kosher gadoshim speaking in Aramaic. It answers that either a basko is different since its role is to convey messages, or there was Gavriel, who knows all languages since he taught them to Yosef. Point of it to the mission state that Hargriz and har Avar near Shrem. This is the subject of Melchokas and Abraisa. The Pusik lists numerous identifying features of these mountains. Be'eva Yardin across the Yardin Acheri, Derch, Mavoha, Shemesh, far from the direction of the sun's coming, bears HaKanani, a Yosheba, in the land of the Kanani who dwells in the plain, Mulha Gilgal opposite Gilgal Eitzel, Elene Moret near, near Elene Moret. Revito Hotzai Karmisha interprets the Pasuk, across the yard means, may Averly yard in across the Yarden and, and far beyond. The sun's coming means, Makam Shacham the place of the sun's rising, which is the east, so far from its coming means far to the west. He then identifies the location as in the land of the Kusim near Shechem, which we derive from a Gezer Shav that Ewan is near Shechem. Rebbe Ezekiel Rabbi Yossi declared he disproved the Kusim's philosophy of believing in Tor Shabiksab and not Tor Shabalpeh by challenging them on how they determined the identity of Ewan Mohezer well, disagreed with Rabbi Yehudah and explained across the Yardin to means Samachal Yardin, near the Yardin, on its western side, because of Pesach construction to perform the Barachas and Klalas, Ba'avacham, as the Yardin, when you cross the Yardin, implying shortly thereafter. Accordingly, he explains the sun's coming to mean Mach M'sha'achamach Shokas, the place of the sun's setting, so far from its setting would mean to the east, closer to the Yardin. He further challenged Rabbi Yudha by asking that the area he described as mountainous, not plains. And point number three, Abracet describes how Kalaisal crossed the Yardin. Every day the Arn traveled behind two groups. But today it traveled first, as the Pasuk describes the Arn as Oberleaf passing before you. Every day Levim carried the Arn. But today Kohanim carried it, as is seen from the Pasuk's description of the Arn's entering the Yarden. Rabbi Yossi says, In three places, the Kohanim carried the Arn. Keshavu when they crossed the Yarden. Ukashes when they surrendered Yericho during the conquest of Eretz Israel. Ukashes in Como and when they returned it to its place in the base of Migdash when it was built by Shlomo. All right, so now we go to our Simon Duff, Laman Gimel, and her standard Simon is a peg-leg pirate. A peg-leg pirate. So here goes. The peg-leg pirate on the red pirate ship, mistakenly praying in Aramaic for help because his ship got lost at sea trying to follow the confusing directions to two distant mountains. Thought he was seeing a mirage in the distance of a golden box being carried on dry land across a river. Once again, it's motion. The peg-leg pirate. Peg-leg pirate? That must mean Laman Gimel the peg-like pirate on the red pirate ship mistakenly praying in Aramaic for help which reminds us the Mishnah taught that tefill can be said in any language and the Gemara explains Rakhamehi it's a request for Hashem's mercy therefore however he wants he can pray Rashi adds that in the language he understands he'll better focus the Gemara asks the Rav Huda said a person should never ask for his needs in Aramaic because Rabbi Yochanan said the Melachim do not attend to his tefill in Aramaic because they don't know it the Gemara answers Habe Habat Zibor. This advice against dubbing in Aramaic is for a single person praying alone, whose prayer requires the help of Molachim. So, the peg-legged pirate on the red pirate ship mistakenly praying in Aramaic for help because the ship got lost at sea trying to follow the confusing directions to to and Mountains, which reminds us that more brings some hoax about the location of Hagrizin and Har Eval. So, the peg-legged pirate on the red pirate ship mistakenly praying in Aramaic for help because the ship got lost at sea trying to follow the confusing directions to two distant mountains. Thought he was seeing a mirage in the distance of a golden box being carried on dry land across a river which reminds us of Bryce who describes how Qal Israel crossed the Yardin. Every day the arm traveled behind two groups but today it traveled first. Every day Levine carried the arm, but today Qalhanem carried it. So, once again, the peg leg pirate on the red pirate ship mistakenly praying in Aramaic for help because the ship got lost at sea trying to follow the confusing directions to two distant mountains. Thought he was seeing a mirage in the distance of a golden box being carried on dry land across a river. Alright, so now it's time for a 4 of So the symbol of Dov is a cot. So here goes. The soto became us on the truma that was placed on the cot. Cot. That must be more of Dov the Sota became us on the Truma that was placed on the cot during the lifetime of the Baal and the Boel, which reminds us, the Gemara, how Rabbi Shemuel can assume that the third Nitma in the Pusik includes Truma, allowing him to derive Kahuna from a koma when perhaps the third Nitma comes to include only Kahuna itself, and Truma would be permitted to a suspected Sota. It answers, Duma the Baal Uboel. It's reasonable that the third nitma is similar to the first two, those of the husband and the adulterer. Ma Baal of Truma Nami Just as the defilements of the husband Husband and adultery are relevant even during the husband's lifetime. So, to defilement for truma is relevant during his lifetime. de la delachemisa as opposed to kahuna, which is only relevant after the husband's death. While he's alive, she's either married to him or a divorcee, and forbidden to kahuna regardless. So, the sota became asu on the truma that was placed on the cot during the lifetime of the ball and the bowel. Got upset when she heard the Kikar touched the truma, making it a shlishi, which reminds us more discusses the source for shlishi by truma. So the soda became asa on the truma that was placed on the cot during the lifetime of the ball, and the bowel got upset when she heard that the kikarsheni touched the truma, making it a shlishi. So she quickly ran to save the kodesh meat and prevented it from becoming. A revi, which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi teaches that kodesh of kachin can become a revi based on a call of homer from a Kippurim. If even a mechusikipurim Kippurim, truma possible kodesh who is permitted to eat truma yet is unfit to eat kodesh shlishi should possible truma eno dinu sheyasev revi but then a shlishi which is unfit to be eaten regarding truma is it not logical that it should make a revi of kodesh? The more it presents a possible rebuttal. Daf So the simur daf lamid is a Malamed, a rebi. So here goes the Rebbi Rebbi, That must be more daf. Lamed, malamed. The Rebbe in the Red Classroom who did such a fascinating demonstration for parents on how to take chal from a taur for a Tamido without being matame the taur dough, which reminds us, Rabbi lists 5-9 who hold that a shaney cannot make a shlishin chun. Among them is Rebbe who explained in a mission how to take from a tahor dough for a Tamido without being matame the tahor dough. So the Rebbe in the red classroom did such a fascinating demonstration for parents on how to take challah from a tawhordoh for a tamedoh without being matame, the tawhordoh, as his Talmudim reenacted how the shir was sung at Yamsuf, which reminds us, a Bryce records Machokas on the way Moshe and the nation recited the shir by the Yamsuf. Was it performed like an adult leading challah for a congregation, or like a minor leading challah for a congregation, or like a chazan leading the brachas before Shema in the synagogue? So, the Rebbe in the Red Classroom did such a fascinating demonstration for parents on how to take chaluf from a for a tamedo without being metame, the tawhardo. As his Talmudim reenacted how the Shira was sung at yamsuf, that even the infants on their parents' laps started to sing, too. Which reminds us, even the infants on their parents' knees or suckling sang shira at the yam. And Rebbe Meir says, even the fetuses in the womb recited the Shira Da'af so the Siman Da'af relates to the law, and we is a judge for the Siman. So here goes. The judge judge that must be warned of Lamed Olive, the law. The judge who banged his red heart shaped gavel and declared that serving Hashem from love is greater than serving from fear, which reminds us where Bashem Lazar said, Ava Osma greater is the one who acts out of love of Hashem, the one who acts out of fear of a shem. Pimdor, for the merit of he who acts out of fear lasts for a thousand generations, and the merit of the one who acts out of love lasts for two thousand generations. So the judge who banged his red-harp-shaped gavel and declared that serving Hashem from love is greater than serving from fear proceed to listen to one witness say, I saw the woman become defiled, which reminds us. The first mission in the sixth parak teaches that although there's some al regarding how many adim are required to establish seclusion, tumah is different. Amar echad If one aide said, I saw her become defiled, while I said she would not drink because he's believed and she loses her gsuba as well. So the judge who banged his red harp-shaped gavel and declared that serving Hashem from love is greater than serving from fear proceeded to listen to one witness say I saw the woman become defiled followed immediately by a conflicting witness who said she was not, which reminds us. The mission says that if one aid says she was defiled, that one says she was not. The sota of drinks, meaning remains a suffix. The Gemara asks, Having proven that a single aid is believed, that she had relations, how can a single aid contradict that testimony? But Wherever the Torah believed a single aid, it has the equivalence of two aiding that are normally required. Therefore, the words of this one aid are not considered next to those of the two, meaning the single believed witness. So our tumour should be established. Rebukhiya explained Kambabaz Ahaz, the mission is a case, where the Aedim testified at the same time, before the first one's Aedas was accepted. And Kambaz But but Barulah's statement is a case where the witnesses testified one after the other, so the first witness's testimony was accepted and attained the force of two Aedim. Daframid Lamed Beis, so the similar Dath Lamed beis, is a lab. So here goes. The two red labs, labs, that must move on Daf Lamed beis. The two red labs set up on two mountains facing each other, which reminds us, the more brings the description of the brachos and klovos on har Grizim and har, har ball so, the two red labs set up on the top of two mountains, facing each other, tried to detect if the person speaking softly down in the valley below was expressing his own praise or disgrace, which reminds us, said, "Adam mm-hmm. A person should say his praise in a low voice, and his disgrace in a loud voice. The Gemara amends a statement to read that one should say his troubles in a loud voice, so the public will beseech Shemayim for mercy for him. So, the two red labs set up on top of Two mountains facing each other. Tried to detect if the person speaking softly down in the valley below was expressing his own praise or disgrace, and picked up instead that he was reciting the Shema in Swahili, a language he could understand. Which reminds us we have Malchus Rebbe in the Khamin whether Shema must be recited in Lashon Hakodesh, or it can be said in any language. All right, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of ten questions. Number one: Which stuff do we regarding the source that the Sota waters also test the adulterer? That's on Duff? Khafkas. good number two. Which stuff do we learn that one should always say his praises in a low voice and his troubles in a loud voice? That's on Duff. Lamed Bays. good number three. Which stuff do we makok about the locations of Har Griesim and Har That's on Duff. Lamed Gimel, Good. number four. Which Duff do we discuss what the din is if one witness says the woman is defiled and another one says she is not? That's on Duff. Lamed Good number five. Which daf of we is How the Shira was recited by the Yamsuf, That's on Daf. Lamed. Good number six. Which daf do we learn? How the arm crossed the yarding That's on Daf. Lamed Gimel. Good number seven. Which daf of we is Rabbi and the Khamim? Whether the Shema must be recited in Lashon Hakodesh or can be said in any language? That's on Daf. Lamed bays. Good. Number eight. Wish of the one. So it is defilement for Truma is relevant during her husband's lifetime unlike defilement for Kahuna which is only after the husband's death. That's on daf. Haftes. Good. Number nine. Wish of the one that one should not Davan in Aramaic for the Malachim do not understand it. That's on daf. Lamed Gimel. Good. And number ten. Wish of the one is great to serve a Kodesh baruchu out of love then out of fear. That's on daf. Lamadov. Excellent. That concludes today's Shere. This is Rabbi Ramgotham. Zihu wishing you a great day and great learning.